Good morning, y'all. Good morning, y'all. Country mornings with Kyle and Kendra. Country 104. A lot of people really into making gingerbread homes during the holiday season, Kyle. I am awful at building gingerbread homes. I'm the worst. I pretty much just eat the candy. I don't have the patience to let the icing dry. <laughs> no, me it neither. Just, I, I'm like, why aren't you sticking? I don't this have is the structural, cool. like, like the architectural <laughs> yeah. mindset engineer. to like put it together. Oh, I wish I had an engineer's mind. Now, to this might be something things. that you might want to make for several reasons, Kyle. Okay. A, it's a lot easier than a gingerbread house. B, it's probably delicious. B, no. it's exactly what Emma wanted you to, to buy her last week. Which was chickens. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So the new thing for the next coming weekends is a peep chicken coop. So instead of making a gingerbread house, people are making gingerbread squares and putting them together in the same way with icing, but making chicken coops and they're putting peeps in them for Easter. Mm-hmm. So you could make one of these, Kyle. Fill it with peeps, and then you can tell Emma that you've got her chicken coop and her chickens ready to go. You didn't have to get permission from the city. You just you just built it yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> A loophole, my friend. Yeah. A loophole. A loophole. And I bet you she's listening right now, and she's like, we're doing it. And there's no option for me at this point it's just uh whether like when we're doing it it's not a matter of what anymore it's a matter of when country 104 you know it's funny i i, I was, there was so much going on for me last night and you know with renos and in all life just gets at you sometimes <laughs> the golden globes were last night yeah, and they, of course, were said a little differently. Most people from their home, um, a lot of people still went to the full effort of going dressed to the nines in their living rooms yeah. with their beautiful gowns and their beautiful makeup. And not quite that for everyone, though. No, no, <laughs> no, no. A lot of people talking about how happy they are at some of the celebrities just being on their Zoom and chatting through the Golden Globes in the most basic, regular clothes. Uh, Jeff Daniels is just wearing a very basic plaid shirt. Yep. Uh, Bill Murray is wearing, like, a oh. rainbow grandpa-type shirt. Bless He's Bill just, Murray. <laughs> your, Bless your usual Bill, yeah. And Jason Sudeikis is the number one best-dressed being talked about this morning because yep. he is sporting a tie-dye hoodie. In his acceptance speech for the Golden Globes, never did anybody ever think that that would ever be a thing. So Jason Sudeikis uh, everywhere this morning, accepting in a tie-dye hoodie. And you know what? My son has the exact same hoodie. No way. Exactly Really? The same. Yes. Now, his has some sort of logo on the front, sure. uh, which I cannot see what it is. But otherwise, it's probably expensive. My- my son's hoodie is the same colors, like the same. <laughs> it, like it looks almost the exact same. So I'm very ahead of the trend game, apparently. I need to see more details as to where I can get <laughs> one of these hoodies. Because <laughs> if that's the standard, because now tie-dye is the thing. It's accepting awards at the Golden Globes in tie-dye <laughs> hoodies. That's the standard. So what's the standard for us coming to work now? Um I've been doing the show without pants on this whole time. Have I, mean, that, I not told you that? That's fair. 
<laughs> I'm wearing no pants and my tie-dye hoodie. Who would have thought? I'm not going to lie. I don't think I have the luxury of doing that here in the studio, Kendra. I'm going to be real with you. You could. There might be an HR complaint or two. Country 104. I, I'm in, you know, a couple of different family group chats, one with, like, everybody, yep. one with just my siblings. And, you know, for the most part, you get a pretty good idea as to who's in your family and who's in yeah, your family group chats. I find in group chats there's always at least one or two people that never checks the messages. They're kind of just there they don't communicate they just they just kind of just sit there i'm in one of those with like fantasy football <laughs> where like i know two of the 12 people so i don't you just scroll i don't yeah just i just scroll, scroll. I, I i keep <laughs> checked in i just i don't necessarily say anything well there is an incredible story right now is uh it, it's a gentleman who shares a story of their family group chat has had this random guy added in the chat that people thought was their that they thought were their dad but six months Kendra went by without anybody saying anything so this tweet explains it all <laughs> it goes for six months there's been someone in my family whatsapp group chat who i thought was my dad but was in fact a random guy called peter also my dad's name this person has sat and read every message and never thought to chime us in to inform us that we've added the wrong Peter. <laughs> I want to know what the wrong Peter was reading this entire time. Like, what does he know now about this family? Everything. <laughs> like, everything. It's again, it's it's a whole it's it's like a live tweet segment where the guy keeps going and says, my family doesn't really communicate uh, all that much. So we we were so we excited to have this family group chat on calls. My dad would ask what's going on with stuff to which I'd say, dad, you're in the group WhatsApp chat. You're reading the messages. And he's like, I am question mark. And I just put it down <laughs> as him being old. Nevertheless, they added the wrong Peter to the list. That's just the whole time the dad's like, oh, okay, maybe oh, I am in that group chat. Sure. <laughs> just, just, all right, I'll chalk it up to being a dad not knowing what's going on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, the story has gotten just out of, like, there have been... This, this just started off as like an innocent post and now uh, upwards of almost 80,000 people have been following along with the story wanting to know, A, how this Peter got added, two, why this Peter didn't say anything... And three, yeah. how he's, like, become, like, a second part of the family now because he knows all the secrets. It's funny because we've heard <laughs> stories like this where they end up becoming friends. Like, oh, so-and-so was maybe added to the wrong message or text the wrong person. But now they hang out and they're friends. This Peter is still like, where's Peter? <laughs> so still the, so many questions. So to cap it off, the best part about the stories, people have been asking who the fake dad Peter is. Turns out <laughs> the fake dad Peter is a plumber who came to repair the washing machine in her flat <laughs> eight years ago. <laughs> Pete the plumber. Man, oh man. Gotta love it. Country 104. The Ministry of Environment, Conservation, and Parks here in Canada, specifically Ontario, has decided to open up the park ranger positions across a whole bunch of their Ontario parks, and they are strictly for students. So don't think, okay, now that we talked about this, guys, everyone's going to apply and all the students are going to miss out. No, this is just 
for students. Now, it ranges from Parksa up to Algonquin, even to Wasega. There's so many different uh, options. Now, each job ranges from 7 to 18 weeks, depending on the season. But all you need to do is say, say, enjoy working in a backcountry area and have student status, Kyle. Yeah, why wasn't this a job when when we were students? Like as a oh. park a park ranger? Like that's got to be the coolest title you could possibly have as a kid growing up. And here's the even better part, okay? So they're they're accepting high school students and and college students. As long as you have student in your name, you can make up to $24 an hour working as a park ranger in Canadian parks. And if you work in just the Toronto Park and Recreation Division, you can make 28 bucks an hour. So this is a, this is fantastic news for students. I would love to <laughs> Right. To go back to school just to have the title. Like on your resume, you're going through it, right? You're applying for a job. Park ranger. And whatever the job is, maybe it's like an accountant, maybe it's um whatever the case may be, we're in like a landscaper, and you go through the resume, and all of a sudden you see on Joe Smith's resume, yeah. park ranger. Right? I'd stop right there. I bet you're okay, hired. So- so what happened? Where did you get into the park scene? How is Yogi Bear? Is he as cool right. as he looks? Uh, hey, Kyle, you want to go get a picnic? Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> Country 104. I have a question for you, Kyle. When you were a kid and you found, uh, say, where you were walking down the street and you came across, say, a quarter or a penny or, or any kind of money, were you, like, super stoked that you came across something cool on the ground and it, you know, was worth some money because it was probably actually money? Oh, I was amped. Yeah. I was fired up. Even even like a penny as a kid, you're like, oh, my gosh, I found money on the street. Like only a few no. more of these and I'll get to 50 cents. And then you find a dime and you're like, whoa, I'm already at 60. Oh, gosh, yeah. Right? No. Now, a woman in Thailand was out for a walk uh, a couple weeks ago where she came across this very strange lump, she said, washed up on the shore. Sure. Uh, she said it was really heavy. It was about... Uh, 15 to 20 pounds in weight and she thought ah, i i feel like this is something that i need to take home i don't know why she thought this but she she drove she dragged sure. it like half a kilometer down the beach oh to her gosh. home uh to have her friends and family tell her that they believe she was correct in bringing it home because they think it is whale vomit okay and you're thinking, what? who cares? It's, that's gross. Well, I, you learn something new every day, Kyle, because apparently ambergris, I could be saying this completely incorrect, but ambergris is whale vomit, which is what they break down in order to make perfume. Okay? <laughs> so you're telling me one of the ingredients perfume is from... Puke, puke of whales. Of, okay. Yes. Okay. So, I had so. to listen. It's it's just it's not even seven a.m. yet. I need to make sure I'm hearing this right. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people that are like, "What you're telling me? What?" But um, so experts are now going to visit her home and confirm whether or not this is 100 percent legit whale vomit. If it is, the size and shape that she has that can be used for perfume is worth how much? Do you think, Kyle? Oh, my gosh. We're going to play this game? All right. We are playing this game, yes. I'm going to say... It looks I'm like gonna cookie go, dough. I'm going to go ridiculous <laughs> here. 
I'm going to say $10,000. Uh, you could be a little more ridiculous. We're we're bordering on almost no. $200,000. What? <laughs> Are you serious? I am serious. So if it's legit, that is how much money for, uh, in perfume they can make out of it. So that's how much it is worth. Crazy. Who? I listen. I, it looks like a I, giant cookie dough slab. I thought I was gonna ruin your whole shtick there and be like ten grand because it's gonna be well over. $200,000. Yeah, $200,000. So you come across something uh, waxy and sticky on the beach if you ever get to go on a vacation again, it could be worth a lot of money. Country 104. Always a good movie you can kind of, it's one of those like movies that you can put on, you know what's going to happen, but it's still just a good one, even though you've probably seen it a whole bunch of times, is Night at the Museum, right? You got Ben Stiller, yeah, and I love all three Wilson. of them. I was going to say, because I remember there were two. I, I didn't remember if there was the third one or not. There there are three, <laughs> and they are all fantastic. <laughs> well, in Ottawa, if you're a big fan of that movie, you're going to be a big fan of what this museum is doing in Ottawa, as apparently they are giving away free tickets to their museum of the Canadian Museum of Nature. And every Friday between 4 p.m. and 7 p.m., just when it's starting to get a little dark outside, you can walk your way in and go through the entire museum at night in cool. the dark. Very cool. Do things come to life? Is that right. what things that, come to life? That is my my real only question, is are things coming to life? Like some of the pictures in there are of wildlife, like there are leopards and tigers I mean, and dinosaurs and... If they were smart and they were able to mobilize certain exhibits, they should. Like certain say there's uh, an exhibit of people making clay pots or there's an exhibit of cavemen with dinosaurs. If they could have an actor dressed up for this experience, it would just make it so much better. Yeah. The Fossil Gallery is one of the top sites there. There's over uh, 30 different complete dinosaur skeletons. There are a bunch of different wildlife exhibits that you can go explore. There's a really cool one, too, of, like, the solar system and, like, the moon. And it's right by these, like, back windows where I feel like at night it would just look unbelievable. But I just find it hilarious that, like, the first thing I thought of when I I saw this was, like, oh, my gosh, it's not at the museum. They're coming to life. (laughs) You're the overnight. You're the overnight manager. You you get to be Ben Stiller. Right? This is so cool. And it's free every single Thursday they're doing this. Every single Thursday, it is free from 4 into 7 p.m. in Ottawa. So really, yeah. really cool. Uh, if anybody does go and experience it, let us know how it is. Let us know if there are any of those uh, displays that do come to life. Because if not, maybe Kyle and I will go become them. I was going to say, I'm going to be the one that, that takes a trip <laughs> on down there and experiences it. I'll, and then you hide in the exhibits and you become the night at the museum. I'll film the whole thing. <laughs> I'll make a whole movie about it. Night at the museum. I'll watch it. In real life. <laughs> Country 104. We're talking influencers and how far is too far. Um, we were discussing how a lot of people that are an influencer, if you will, on social media, do still have other jobs. Some of them are very good at influencing. Some of them make a lot of money. Some of them not so much. But the question is, when is it appropriate to ask to, quote unquote, influence someone's product? Sure. 
That being said, especially during a pandemic and a restaurant. So a conversation, a text conversation is going viral. And Kyle and I are going to read it. I am going to be the influencer. Kyle is going to be the owner of the restaurant. Yeah. So again, this is a conversation that was this had. We're not real. We're not making it up or anything like that. It looks like it was in like the UK and London, but yeah, it's in the UK. And this is how it starts. Okay, okay. I'm the influencer. Mm-hmm. Kyle's the restaurantee. Okay. Hey guys, how are you doing? I hope you're doing well. I'm reaching out to ask if it would be possible to have a takeaway in exchange for this. I would be happy to advertise for you via my Instagram stories. Alongside, I will put a swipe up link to have websites directed to your followers in mind in hopes that it would lead to more orders. Let me know if you're keen. Best wishes. Would you be able to pick up? I can do. Whereabouts are you based? Toll Puddle Street in Islington. Amazing. I can do. I was wondering, I mean, no worries if not, but would it be okay alongside ordering food for myself if I would also be able to order some food for my bubble? Including myself, my bubble would be five meals total. I mean, as mentioned, I would do stories alongside swipe ups to direct my followers to your sites, and I would also be happy to, at a later date, visit your restaurant again when you dine in for a feed, depending on if that post would match my stories. That's quite a lot of food. If you could do a couple of posts, then we can do it. You've got a lot of followers. When did you want to collect? And any dietary requirements? I'll for sure do as many stories as I can. I'm absolutely happy to take screenshots of your websites and showcase your menus as well. I'm happy to also do a feed post if it matches my things, but we can cross that bridge when we come to it. I see that your restaurant opens at 6, so ideally maybe my food around 6.30. Okay, magic. Yeah, head over for 6.30. Just message when you're on Toll Puddle Street. Thanks very much, man. It's really appreciated. A little bit later goes by. Time goes by. <laughs> Do you see the police station? No. I did walk past the NHS, though, and I see two police vans just past Sansbury Street. Yeah, it's at the end. Head up there and let me know when you see the police station. Okay. I see it. Magic. Go in there and report yourself for crimes against the hospitality industry Ooh, the burn so now again time the influencer was being very polite uh although i think after getting the agreed upon maybe one meal the restaurantee was like wait you're asking for five now like this is this is too much but instead of you know straight up shooting them down they decided to send them to their quote-unquote location which ended up being the police station yeah, very, uh, <laughs> like, d- did it seem too harsh to you? Yeah, I, we I, I just know. feel like, How do you feel? I feel like the restaurant is really, like, because all restaurants right now, like, there's cafes that are half open, half not open, and now we're yeah. just starting to get back into letting people in. Restaurants are only doing takeout, and servers are missing out on, on tips, which is the majority of how you make your money, and owners are paying tons of money into their savings accounts to keep their companies open, and... I, I honestly, I can see it from both ends. I see so how, I. I can see how, like, that's how you, like, sometimes, like, you, we get cold calls all the time from companies asking, like, are you happy with your insurance? Like, that's just, <laughs> you get them, you hang up on them, you leave it, or you take the call. And then sometimes you get, you know, you, somebody reaches out to you through Instagram, social media, and they ask, hey, like, do you want to partner up and do some sort of, like, you want to work together? And, Right. You can take it however you want to take it, but I can see it from the restaurant side too. And be like, listen, we have been struggling for a year. We can't just cough up 
five free meals. Right? Like, Maybe I, the I one. see both ends of it. Country 104. Number one for New Country. Kyle and Kendra hanging out with you. And... With Brett Kissel. And you know what? It has been such a fun morning. Brett, the announcement of your brand new album, What Is Life? Getting set and ready to drop on April the 9th. On top of all that, you got a brand new single, Make a Life, Not a Living, which we're going to play very shortly here. But but thank you so much for coming on here and discussing, you know, the release of your album, the track, the, the meaning of the word, the cover art, the music video, all that stuff. We love when we have you on here and you get a chance to share all that. I hope you enjoy everything that comes down the pipe, that's for sure. And and thank you very much for your time. You know what, if, if I'm going to be preaching, you know, gratitude and, and, and being thankful, I want to express um, some true, true gratitude to the two of you and all of your staff at Country 104, I think everybody in London to Woodstock and anybody who listens online who needs a little taste of home, anybody who listens to you guys, um, I'm telling you right now, you're very, very lucky as a listener to have such a great station. Um, and I've spoken to all 200 country stations across <laughs> Canada. And you've got one of the best in the whole wide world in Country 104. So thanks for having me on the air. Well, Brett, we, we appreciate the kind words coming back to us. Uh, you can pre-order What Is Life, brand new album from Brett Kissel, announced out April 9th. Uh, the brand new single, Make a Life, Not a Living, is available. And uh, yeah, Brett, we, we really appreciate this. And you mentioned earlier on, before we really got into it, that uh, we cannot wait for you to be back into the Forest mm-hmm. City in London, in studio, performing, chatting with us. And when that day comes, we will celebrate, all right? Absolutely, yeah. Let's. Uh, we're gonna have to make up for lost time, so make sure you take off uh, the morning off of work. Because <laughs> we're gonna get into one. All right, Brad, you hear that? Me Brad too. told us we need the next day off, so we're booking in now. Exactly. Let's talk to the principal, Brad Gibb, right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're gonna have a late one, or perfect we'll till five in the morning, and then do the morning show after a few cocktails. Oh boy, I'm I'm in for either of those suggestions. Yeah, and this is where the interview just really went off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as long as you join us for that for that uh, for that morning, Brett, we're all for it. Okay. Absolutely, I I would love to. I mean that. Let's do that during ratings because boy, oh boy, would we really have lots of <laughs> record-setting <laughs> show. I tell you that. Oh man, Brett, thank you so much for for chatting with us. Enjoy, stay safe, and uh, and we'll see you soon. Hopefully, okay. You betcha. Big hugs to all of you guys. Thank you for this. Country Mornings with Kyle and Kendra on Country 104.